All right. Let's get this out of the way first. The thoughts, views, and opinions expressed on Tailboard Talks Firefighter Podcast are solely those of the speakers, guests, and hosts, and do not in any way represent the thoughts or views or opinions of any other employer, partnership, or sponsor. The material and information in this podcast is for general information purposes only and should be used at the listener's discretion. All right, dude. So the topic I sent you was one that I posted on Instagram just a few days ago. And it was essentially the interplay between personal image and professional image or professional perception, people's perception of you, mm-hmm. of how you look compared to what they think. Because it's like an evergreen debate, I feel like, sure. with varying shades of yeah, there's a lot of ways silliness inside it. of there, right? But I feel like we're going to pretty much put it to rest today. Like, this is going to be pretty much it, and then we're all done talking about it forever. Um, but I got a lot of responses off it. Before I give you these ones, I know you read a couple of them. What's your initial, if you just had to put in one of these Instagram boxes, it's like yeah. a sentence, what would you say? I'm, I'm pretty neutral on it. It's not, unfortunately, well, fortunately for me, it's not something I have to care totally about. Um, you know, I kind of go more towards the just don't, we, you have minimum standards. Don't go below the minimum standards is basically my my thought on it. Like, don't make, don't make you have to talk to me about something stupid that I know the minimum standard of. Yeah. And that's, that's where I always go with these things is we get people who just have to push it a little bit more for no reason. And then you have to be the jerk and say something about it. And then it's like, well, Chris, Chris called me out cause I had a different color long sleeve on, but you know, what was that? But it's like, it's pretty, basic minimum standard and pretty easy to understand. So just do that, you know? And for me, that's where I'm kind of at with it. Um, obviously there's people who are a little further towards the other end of, you know, being very polished and everything. And I don't know that I'm quite all the way there on that side, but I'm definitely of the, there's a minimum standard. It's written out. Like just follow that, please. I think I'm more on the, I think if it was a continuum and there was, um, closer to the, laxed on it or more polished side. I think I'm just, you know, 10% on the more polished side. Yeah. I would say, because I still like tucking, putting my pants over my boots is still a conscious decision. If my hair is all messed up in the middle of the night, I'll try to put a hat on. Um, I shave like the night before shift. A lot of times I try not, not to wait till I get to work to shave. Um, even when we were going to do our consumption course stuff and lead fitness stuff, I would usually shave that morning. Mm-hmm only for the fact of like I'm not responding to any calls I'm not wearing the department uniform as like a line outfit but if the chief walks in I don't even want that to be a, a point of conversation or anything even notices yeah and uh because then if I do screw up while I'm talking or I say something dumb or I miss something then he's like oh and you couldn't even shave this morning even though we're paying you time and a half to come make people do jumping jacks right mm-hmm. so I don't even want that on the radar so I'm willing to go a little bit beyond um, and we've done that too with like, do we really need to wear the training shirt underneath our sweatshirts, even though you're never going to see the training shirt? Like, no, of course not. Mm-hmm. But wear the training shirt underneath your sweatshirt. Cause yep. that's what the department gave you. And if you do take off your sweatshirt and the guy walks in he's like, all you had to do is wear a t-shirt today mm-hmm. that I gave you. What's your defense for it? Right. Like at least now we got the sweatshirts too. So we got two layers <laughs> we, of awesomeness, yeah, right? But a lot of, um, a lot of responses, I'll try to run. There were basically two two categories. Like I kind of mentioned to you before this, one was compl- uniform compliant, 
and just disheveled. The other one was out of compliance, like ripped pants, jacked up hair, not shaved, mm-hmm. boots unzipped and just looking sloppy, right? As opposed to the other one was like, your pants aren't ripped, but they're just look like a mess. Yeah. And you got stains everywhere. So, um, like you said, one person said, there's uniform and grooming policies. They're the minimum department expectations. Just follow it. Like, just do do that. This one guy said, performance is greater than appearance every time. And I that was the first one that I kind of pushed back on. What's your kickoff point for performance is greater than appearance? Yes, but that doesn't mean that you compromise your appearance because you're a high performer. Ooh. And so... At the end of the day, yes, but I don't think that allow. I don't. I don't think that allows you to be like, well, I can look like a slob because I'm capable. Yeah, it's, it's not going to get you out of a meeting. Correct. Yeah, and if you're sitting down, you'll be like, but I forced that door really good. They're right. Like, good. Mm-hmm. Zip up your boots. Right. Yeah. Two two <laughs> things that, in my opinion, aren't related at that point. Yeah. Yes, you performed very well on that. Thank you, but you look like a slob. Yeah. Man. Also, what are you performing? Right. Like, I think when people say that performance over um, appearance, they're imagining a Venner search or something high acuity, like some kind of extreme circumstance where they're like, no one cares what I'm wearing because I'm doing such a great job in this heroic effort. Your your performance is going to be more mundane than that. And it very well will be at the level where, like, your appearance very much matters in your performance. I think the biggest one that we probably hear is... Uh, I don't care what the paramedics look like showing up at my emergency. Yeah. That's probably to me what the performance is more. If you're here to do CPR, like I'm not concerned that your shirt's untucked. Yeah. You know, type. I think that's probably where people are going with the performance one. I'm sure it is. And so to, to kind of widen that scope, that one person who is receiving your help on an ambulance call is not the only person watching you with your shabbily looking attire. Like there's people not involved in the call at all that are going to watch you get out of the ambulance looking like a mope. They're going to judge you. There's family members who are two rooms over watching you stand in the hallway with your shirt untucked and your boots unzipped with ripped pants and your hair everywhere. They're going to judge you. I certainly agree. That person calling you for help is not focused on your attire or your presentation, but everyone else around that has a fair shake at judging you for that. And Mm -hmm. that's something to keep in mind too, because that, that person calling for help probably isn't going to lodge a complaint. The person sitting across the room is going to be like, I hope I don't have an emergency. These guys look like crap. Yeah. And that's actually something that we heard from one of our chief officers was why he, why he values our appearance so greatly is that he's like, yeah, I was out to dinner on vacation and somebody, whatever, was having a heart attack or something. He goes, and the medics walk in and he goes, from the get-go, I thought this is not going to go well. Like just by looking at them. Mm-hmm. Just boots everywhere, untucked shirt, overweight, hair everywhere, sloppy, fumbling equipment. He's like, this is not. Uh, they were really going to have to pull some tricks out of their bag to salvage my sure. opinion of them now, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what happens. Is like the person not, a, not involved at all is going to be the one that actually pays attention. Are they going to make a complaint? No. But you're putting that doubt in your head, yeah. in their head that you're a professional. Mm-hmm. And... um so that's where that's where I kind of fall on the performance and appearance thing. Uh, and for me, I'm kind of I'm I'm willing to uh, give the benefit of the, of the doubt that there was something that existed before that that didn't allow that person to get to the minimum standard, you mm. know. And whether that that is that you have response time to try and get, and you 
were just slow getting out of the bunk for whatever reason, you didn't tuck in your shirt, fine. You know, or if you were just, you were working out and you had to change into duty attire and respond. Like, so I think it always warrants just, it, it, you know, it doesn't warrant the pointer finger all the time, you know? No, I agree with that. But I can say probably like if it's consistent over and over of the same thing over and over, then yeah, maybe a different story. Well, and that's where, um, you building the benefit of the doubt for yourself internally all comes into play, right? Like if that complaint comes down or the chief shows up and I look like crap, hopefully he's more than likely willing to say like, wow, he must have been late to the rig and rushing out of there or something like that. Mm -hmm. As opposed to like, there he is again and still looks like that, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, your consistency in the work before and the standard you keep yourself to the work before, I would not have any hesitancy for almost everybody, except for the people we were talking about who are just consistently sloppy receiving a complaint and being like, I understand that it's a complaint. He's usually really good. This was a one-off yeah. and going to bat for that person. That's not even a, the slightest worry in my head because mm-hmm. I feel confident doing that. But yeah, if you're digging your hole and you've gotten a few warnings, it's going to be more of a thing. For sure. Um, like some, a lot of profanity. <laughs> Here's I'm, one I don't agree with on there, and it's just me. I don't dip my boots. I try my hardest to put my pants over. Well, I'll tell you who submitted that later. You'll probably see him next day. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I I wear boots, but I want my ankles to be able to move. And so I understand. I don't that. I don't zip them all the way up. I but I try my best to to cover them and tuck my pants over my boots. Yeah. You know, but I don't I won't zip them. I don't zip mine either. I have those And I'll velcro I'll velcro loosely the top of them too, yeah. but I leave them unzipped. Do you have the Under Armour ones? Yes. Yeah, those naturally stay pretty yeah. together. Mm-hmm. The red wings are what catches people's attention. Yeah. The full leather ones that like open. Yeah. Like <laughs> a, like, a, like, like a oyster opening yeah, up. Yeah, it's like <laughs> and then With you, a knot pearl you, in there. You can't not have zippers on them because <laughs> uh, you're not going to use them, but you got to have them. And so those are like the loud ones that you hear like jingle jangle down the hall. Yeah. Like, like the uh, cowboy smacking his heels on the ground. <laughs> those are the ones that get people in trouble. Yeah. Hollis used to do that. Well, you didn't like Hollis because he would drag his feet on the ground too. <laughs> God, dude! But that he would wear his boots open. Yeah, he and would. And then he got really high boots, yep. and they were like shin high boots. Mm-hmm. However, now to play devil's advocate, Hollis is someone that could look like he did, just pig pen. Mm-hmm. But he had the gift of gab too, where he would talk to any any patient or family member on scene, mm-hmm. and by the end of it, he'd like they'd be going to lunch together the next day. Yeah, like he had that right. But that is quite the mountain to overcome. Yeah. <laughs> That's quite. He is a one-off He's in that a respect. One-off, yeah. uh, so I probably blur his name out too. Um, a lot of like, don't be fat. <laughs> to have more pride, appearance tends to reflect internal beliefs. How you do some things is how you do all, and then it cut off. But I'm thinking all things. What do you think about that statement? How you do some things is how you do everything. I'm not. I'm not totally in line with that one. Yeah, I don't think so. I think we're pretty good at. Um, compartmentalizing things Mm -hmm. where some things we have to care about and some things we don't. And especially operationally, there's a pretty good separation of those things overall. Yeah. Right. Um, Like I will not neatly put the dishwasher stuff away, but yes, I will make the cot so it looks presentable. So I see some separation there. I will not, I'm not going to (laughs) go, I'm not going to go into more of those. Um, Let me get back to my notes here because there's other things I wanted to play into it. Uh, but yeah, it was two, two categories where this came about was we have someone 
who showed up with bedhead consistently and it was very clear this person had bedhead, right? And they weren't like stinky, but it was like, look at you, like comb your hair with a brick this morning. Um, so I told them like, don't, while we're working together, no more bedhead. Mm -hmm. Like, do not do that. I don't want to look at it and I don't want you to look. I said, you're representing 140 people in a multi-million dollar organization. I said, pretend like this is a a company. Just to clarify, this was bedhead during the day. This wasn't. Oh yeah. This this wasn't like I woke up at 2 a.m. No, this is first thing in the morning. It it starts as bedhead and then it settles down to like gross bed. (laughs) It settles down. It fades like the tall grass (laughs) in the the plane, but still sticks out this way. Licks it like a cat. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I said, you represent a much bigger organization now than before. So please act like it. And I don't want to, I don't want to be considered sloppy because you are. Yeah. I got some pushback from a citizen on that, who is one of the guy's wives who was like, you can't tell someone how they should look. Like, is his hair cut and it's short enough? Then you have no right to tell him how to style it or like to be more attractive. I'm like, well, that's two different things. I'm not worried about attractiveness. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about running your head under some water and hitting a towel on it real quick and just make sure it's not attention getting. Yeah. And she was like, well, I, you know, I'm a teacher and I see 18 year olds and all these kids with hair everywhere, wearing pajamas all day. And, and, uh, what's the difference? I said, you are not paying those teenagers 80 plus thousand dollars a year or expecting them to be a professional when you show up on your bad day. I said, a totally different yeah. thing. You can't, the fire service is something that exists within society, but it has its own stuff in it. Right. And kind of like we talked about with the um, interview portion, if bedhead becomes a trend in like the 20-something-year-old category, right? Mm-hmm. And like all the cool rappers have bedhead now, right? You should not have bedhead at your job because your boss is 60 and your boss does not care about yeah. 20-year-old rappers right. having bedhead. So to expound on that a little bit, um, you know, there's just two different ways to look at it, man. There's two different ways to look at it. Um. Have you, as not a lieutenant, ever had to be like, hey, man, get it together? Or you just let that ride? I just let it ride. (laughs) (laughs) By the time it gets to me, so many other people have noticed it, you know? Yeah. I can watch the show. I'm in a position where I'm just able to to sit back and be like, oh, let's see what happens here. I think the last point of this is um, you can't care more than the organization does. So you can't overstep at the same time, right? So an example of that is like, it may frustrate me when guys wear, and it doesn't, but let's say that it was a point of contention that guys wear black running shoes instead of the issued duty boots, right? Mm-hmm. And just for clarity, we do offer black gym shoes, but it's like one model of black yeah. gym shoe. So some guys are like, these kill my feet. I don't want to wear boots. I'm just going to buy black on black gym shoes. And it's been established as no big thing, right? Mm-hmm. Even if I hate that and I want everybody to look uniform and I can't stand this guy wearing Nikes and this guy wearing whatever else, it's not, I can't care that much yeah. because the chief has said it's okay. The department sets a standard. And so I might not like it, but that's my problem then, not mm-hmm. that person's problem. Right. And the same with pretty much everything. There's guys that may wear like a different stocking cap, like a dark blue or a black uh, fleece stocking cap. No, it's not ours and no, it's not embroidered with EFD on it. But if that's, what they've worn and everybody's seen it and nobody's through a stink about it. What's the value of me really making that change? Right. right? So if that's accepted, then that's accepted. Mm-hmm. And I can either choose to die on that hill and really make a name for myself and really start fighting over minutia, which is cool for people like you, because as soon as I 
do anything. Yep. <laughs> it's coming right back. <laughs> um, or you just say, you know what? I don't like it, but that's, that's just the way it goes. Yeah. So you just kind of eat that one and, and pick, pick a larger battle to get ahead of them or something that actually helps at that point. Yeah. So that is one of the situations where I do say like, yes, I will give that guy the leeway because I know he's a high performer. I don't like that he wears a different hat, but I'm willing to give him that little bit of leash. But then the danger as an officer is you always get told like you have to treat everybody fairly, you set the standard, this and that. If I have a low performer who insists on wearing something out of uniform, I will have to go to that high performance and say, listen, man, I'm going to nail this guy on his hat. I'll get you a hat for the next six months. Just help me out here a little yeah. bit, right? And that's just part for the course, too. It's yeah, just the way it goes. You can't just punish the low-hanging fruit there and then let the high performer do what I want. Then it's unfair. Then it is, yeah. Um, so my yeah. biggest thing, my pet peeve, somewhat related, is I hate when you might be on a call with multiple companies and you get one officer who doesn't like something. One officer who's been sitting back and doesn't like something that one of the other crew members from the other officer's company is doing. And they have to do the, Hey, uh, make sure you tell him to, to do this next time. And it's like, it's just th- that always drives me nuts for whatever reason. And, uh, that always got me to the, like, well, one, if that's a big problem for you, you have the conversation or two, just let me manage my crew, you know, yeah. but like, let's not get into this. Cause there's probably plenty of times where I could point the finger back at you on something, you know, dude, it's so, it's so I threw a lot more rocks before I was promoted cause there's no, cause you're just whipping them. Yeah. And, uh, I also, cause I also didn't have to manage the standard at that point. If I was a little bit sloppy, I would throw rocks at sloppy people too. Yeah. But now it's that thing like whatever you uh, allow, you endorse or something like that. Whereas like, well, crap. Yeah. I can, if I'm going to be sloppy, I got to expect sloppy below me. Yeah. And I can't have a problem with it. Even if their performance frustrates me and they're sloppy, I can't be like, and you're sloppy. Well, then what right. are you going to Yeah, That's my problem I built. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this is a conversation that I had a lot of like shower arguments with myself with it was a roller coaster going in and out of this one i will say like for me so younger kurt used to probably throw a lot more stones too but i was also in the position to be like what are they gonna do put me on the back of the engine you know it's like (laughs) (laughs) there's no i didn't have many consequences that i could face there yeah but after running a business where you have so many other things that you're worried about something is easy to manage as a uniform minimum uniform standards yeah seems like one of those things that it should just be like this is just easy to follow and i shouldn't have to put a lot of mental commitment into this so yeah. i can focus on other things you know and so that was kind of where i started going with some of that stuff is like our chiefs have so much uh, so many other things to worry about in our officers that if they shouldn't have to keep going back to the well on little things that are easy for us to follow already. Right. I mean, at that point, it's just a larger thorn than anything. So it's like, now we have to go back to this very fundamental thing. Right. Which will gain more of a response probably than it needs to. I actually just thought of the actual last thing, Joe Galley. The reason Joe Galley sent me something this week was he said, I just remember what it was, he doesn't like to wear a belt. I don't like to wear a belt either if His Excellency doesn't wear a belt. I endorse it fully. But he said, he sent a picture of, um, a bunch of New York firemen in front of a, a rig of some sort. And he yeah. said, these guys are all wearing different uniforms and they look like this. And you're worried about me not wearing a belt. Like everything else is put together and I'm not wearing something when these guys are wearing extra and they have like all kinds of yeah. stuff on. Right. 
Um, th- he's like, this is what I refer back to as like me not wearing a belt is the least of a uniform concern, yeah. you know? So is that side of it too. Joe Galley's put together. He's not. Joe, Joe Galley can't look any better. It's just. Yeah. And that's a good way to just wrap that one up. He can't look any better. End of episode. Um, so if you really want to hammer Joe Galley, I'm not wearing a belt. <laughs> like, what are we doing here, man? Yes, I wish he, there's definitely times where I'm like, can you put a belt on? Cause we're going to go to this place. Mm-hmm. Um, I may have asked that him one time, I think of that, of like, you're going to be wearing your class B today. Are you wearing a belt? And he's like, of course, I'm not an idiot. I'm like, well, I just got to. See, I just Joe gotta... understands the game, though, exactly. so you don't even have to explain it to him. Exactly. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people that want to play the game yes. like Joe Galley and just have no concept of the rules. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't even know where the starting line mm-hmm. is for this thing or where the locker room is. Yeah. Well, I, this will be an evergreen thing. And um, uh, I'm sure there's things that I wrote down that I didn't get to or I forgot to write down. But whatever, what are you mm-hmm. going to do? That's why there's more episodes, man. Yeah. One a week. <laughs> well, I know that we'll have at least the next two weeks because that's when uh, the last two episodes, unless Max comes out with something. Mm-hmm. Is it called Max? HBO? HBO Max? I, I don't know. Whatever. Also disappointing, if you're recording the show at work, record this HD version. I went back and watched episode three. Oh, non HD. I, I thought you were talking about this show. I'm like, this is always in gotcha. SD. But uh, <laughs> no, I yelled at you the other day for watching the SD version. I turned it on. Yeah. It auto went to the recording. Oh, I didn't okay. know that. I thought it went to like the the cache of the them. Ca- oh, gotcha. I was watching the recording. It said recording ended. I'm like, who recorded this and not HD? Come on, guys. Who records things anymore, anyways? Too. It's they're just. It's whoever all recorded it is, for you. Whoever it is calls it a TiVo. I'll tell you that yeah, much. For sure. <laughs> Did you TiVo it? Yeah, dude. And guarantee that annoying pop-up comes up when you're trying to watch something. <laughs> um, all right. Go visit the friends at Rescue One CBD, 0.000 THC. Safe for the job. And zero THC CBD. I always get jumbled in my head when I say that one. And then Fourth Frontier Heart Rate Monitoring Strap, the only chest monitoring heart rate monitoring strap there's a chest strap that measures lead to ekg check them out until next time be a four shifter four shift firefighter be more capable and durable with on the job and away from it i gotta start putting that stuff at the beginning man <laughs> i gotta put it, build a commercial or something and put it in here <laughs>